What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones. And we've got big news to get into because for once, something good happened to Dave. And the Yankees signed Garrett Cole to a monster nine-year, what was it, $324 million contract? 324 Absolutely insane. Insane amount of money. Insane amount of years. But probably a top three pitcher in the league. So, I mean, Dave, how do you feel? This is finally something good for you to talk about. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's about damn time. Um, but, yeah, th- you know, obviously it's a, it's a daunting number, but at the end of the day, it's all fucking Monopoly money. Um, although the Yankees were treating it like it was their last five cents for the last five years. Uh, but it, it kind of all – it all made it worth it last night. Um it like I, I told a few guys, it had the feel of the Stanton uh, trade a couple of years ago, where we were just waiting and waiting and waiting if it was going to happen at night that night, or if we had to wait till the morning. Um, and it doesn't help that they were they're in San Diego on the West Coast, so they had three extra hours to fuck around um, and hold it over us. And we found out that they knew three or four hours beforehand that the deal was done, and Boris was just waiting to announce it because he's Mister Fucking Drama. Um, so yeah, we could have known it, you know, 3 p.m. Uh, or, or 6 p.m. Uh, Coast or Pacific time, but they waited until you know 12:15, 12:30 Eastern time to announce it. But yeah, it's uh, it's about time the Yankees went back to being the evil empire, um, you know, trying to just cut it close and hoping it was enough and hoping we caught a break or two to get a World Series win and sneak one out. It just it wasn't working, and after the way it ended last year. Um, you can't, there's no more fucking around. Uh, I thought they were the evil umpire when they got Stanton. That Stanton was like, Stanton was almost like, ha ha ha. This is like practically free. Of course, we're going to take John Carlos Stanton. Any team in major league baseball would have made that deal if they had, if they had the opportunity, like they gave up essentially I'm just nothing. Funny whoever said that in the chat. I think it was it was you or Tony. I think it was Tony. Yeah, but I mean, the, this is like a real like this is the first real like Yankees flexing their fucking muscles with it doesn't matter what anything anyone else does we're gonna do it better type of thing like they used to do. Um, and it was a, you know it was a George would have been proud of his son Hal. But yeah, I mean, thank God we got him. You know, I think it's pretty hard to argue us against us as the best team in baseball on paper right now. Uh, there, if there's ever been a World Series or bust year in the history of baseball for any team, it's this year for the Yankees. And this I don't, is what they ask. It's been it's been that. Yeah, and it's been bust. I mean, you know, like it. People in New York are pissed, but now, I mean, like at least last year. You know, we endured more injuries than any professional sports team in the history of the four majors. That's an actual fact. And, you know, so you can't, like, you you get it. I mean, when you're in the position you were last year with the talent that we had, you ex- you still well, expect to come away with a World Series. When, when it was happening, when, when they had the playoffs, they were 
Yes, that's what I'm saying. Once we got to the position we were in, you still expect... Uh, day one of the playoffs, I still expected the Yankees to come away with a World Series. Um, but now it's... Now I it's not so much I expect them, it's I can't even comprehend a scenario where they don't. Like I think they're they're four to one favorites to win the World Series. I think that's a steal. I would take them at even money. Who's gonna beat them without injuries? You're betting against injuries, essentially. Um I mean they could go against a better rotation and they just get sh- not shut Who? down, but Who's like this I, better what? rotation? I mean, the Nationals. The, the Nationals do. I I disagree. You, what do you, What do you mean? I would take our guys over over the Nationals. Oh come on now! The top. All right, we're not talking five, six, seven guys. We're talking three, maybe four guys in the rotation. You got, you got, you got Scherzer, Cole, toss up. It's a toss up. Sure. Okay. Okay, then you have, then you have Strasburg, or who's your two? Severino. Yeah. Who who Severino? Who we we don't know how how well he will pitch. I'm taking Strasburg, and then three we're taking Corbin or Tanaka. I'm taking Corbin. Tanaka's great in the playoffs. He has been every year for us in the playoffs. I'm I'm still taking I'm still taking Patrick Corbin over over Tanaka or Paxton, and so I. I don't know. There are three dominant stars in the regular season and postseason the Nationals have. Um, yeah, but I don't. No one expects the Nationals to go back to where they were. That was the. You know, let's be honest. That was the. It was almost. They don't. I don't want to call. I don't want to call it luck saying, because it's not what it was. But it, there's it's, a reason the odds are at four to one and not one to one, or it's like. There's a reason it's not like betting the Golden State Warriors right now. Well, basketball is a, a different Part sport. One one person changes everything in basketball. You can't do that in baseball. Well, well, I'm I'm saying, still, the point is true because of because of the of the of the teams are the teams aren't set yet, but still, the Warriors were so dominant that no one could see them them possibly losing. The Yankees haven't made a World Series yet. So if they were as good as you, if they were as dominant as projected, they, Vegas would probably compensate, would it not? Yeah, well, I I just think there's more, there's more, there's so much more that to make up a, a baseball team than a than a a basketball team. Look at the Clippers, like they added. Yeah, so I so I I so it, it helps them significantly, but I don't think it, I don't think it should take them from. You know, whatever one to six, one to five odds to. I'm not saying it should. I'm just saying that I think four to one's a great number. I think it's a gift from Vegas. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not I'm saying just, it's. I'm just it's, saying if you ran into a, a sort of you know a team that's hot hitting and they have an amazing pitching staff, that would be the recipe to do it. The Nationals, uh, the Nationals beat the Astros in how many games? Six. Five, five or six? Yeah, I don't. I mean, no, six, I mean, six. No, wait, no, seven. The Astros beat who? It was seven. They won. It it, seven? Yeah, they every t- every game was won on the road. Oh, all yeah, seven I'm games. Losing yeah, it. yeah, losing it. But um, but we're. I mean, we go. We all. Everyone knows who the better team was. Yeah, exactly. 
like the better team was was the Astros all year. I mean, we can't use the Nationals as a barometer. That's a, that's a one every fifty years maybe type of scenario. Uh, I wouldn't say one out of every fifty years. When is a team that been I mean, they that were, they bad were, in the regular were, season come out? To, that's like a sixty nine Mets type of thing. <laughs> they they a, were they were what a ninety win the, team. They were they were a ninety one win team. It's not like it's not like they were. Yeah, a they were in like team. fucking like last place on July fourth. They're what? They were in like fucking last place on July fourth. I'm saying like it's that scenario <laughs> for them like to come back and actually well, be a contender. Come back, yeah, but they were they they were they they were playing great base uh, great baseball. They were insanely hot like the whole second half of the year. They had hot hitting and they had and they had they had great pitching. So I'm just saying, I don't know what if I mean I think the Dodgers could give them a run for their money. I don't because the Dodgers still are going to have moves, whether they add a pitcher, whether they add Rendon. I don't know. I think the Dodgers could give them a run for their money. But the Dodgers, they're the only, I think they're the only ones that have a chance. But the Dodgers shit the bed every single exactly. time. Yeah, like the Dodgers well, are see, in I their own heads. I don't, I don't look, I don't think it's a fair assessment to say every single year they shit the bed. This year, shit the bed. Uh, in 2017, when they played the Astros, it was the best World Series I've seen in my life. Personally, best World Series I can remember. Um, every game was in crazy. No one shit the bed. They did not shit the bed there. Whether they were expected to win it or not, they did not shit the bed. That was literally every game was tooth and nail. And, you know, Astros played the better game seven and 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 they, they won. I don't, I don't think they shit the bed. In other years, they may have, but... They just, they were just, they were both great teams and they got bested barely. So, um, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a team like the Nationals were a team that always shit the bed. They always lost in the first round. They never made it. That's why I said, oh, that's cute when they made it to the conference, when they made it to the conference finals or, or, or the uh, NLCS. They've never done that before. They, they, they literally always lost in the first round. That's a team that's shitting the bed. To me, making. Multiple World Series and losing Game Seven—that's not shitting the bed to me. So um, I don't know. I just think when you have that type of talent, clearly Kershaw is the X factor. Kershaw needs to pitch better, and he hasn't shown that. But um, you know, to me, depends- the, to me, the Dodgers have had a world, a team talented enough and good enough to win a World Series for the last seven or eight years, and haven't done it. That's what I think. That's where the the shitting the bed thing comes. It's more of a totality of walking away from this era with nothing than breaking yeah, it down I mean, year if, by if year. they do, but the era is not over. I mean, if they sign Rendon and re-sign Ryu or whatever it, it may be, it's not it, it's not over. At least they've made World Series. True, but the Yankees haven't had a World Series caliber team every year for the last 10 years. They, they've they had a World Series I, I caliber team, Dod- maybe five of them. How, how the talent of the Dodgers for the last, the last decade, I, I think it's been more of like a five-year window. Maybe what well, they've been going to the NL or the yeah the NLCS for what since like 2012 they was their first one to, in like this this era ish yeah 2011 uh, something I don't like think that 2012 I don't think it was something around there uh, I'm not gonna look it up right now but it I get I get the underachieving part the Dodgers should have a World Series title in the last seven or eight years and they don't um but. Regardless, I my only point was that I think four four to one is still a steal for the Yankees at, yeah, as a favorite. It's, it's probably good good odds, but yeah. 
You would take it at even money, though? Yeah. You're betting against injuries to me. You're betting against injuries in a team of destiny like the Nationals, which happens once every 50 years, in my opinion. All right. On paper, paper, people probably considered them the seventh or eighth best team going into the playoffs. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. No. Oh no, I don't know about that. I think they're going into the season, not seventh or eighth best team. They were they were playing the best baseball in the major league since the All Star break. That's why I said on paper. I just think I just I guess I just think higher high more highly of their staff than most people do. I just yeah, I mean uh, their staff was when, you, when you run out their staff aces, when you're running staff, out three aces any... or two and a half whatever you want to call Corbin when you run out three aces I just think. You have a chance in every series. We we call we said this in in June. If the if the Dodgers get a team like the Nationals, the Nationals can take them down in a short series, five games, like they did. Well, the Yankees are arguably running out four. Tanaka's been an ace. Paxton almost won the Cy Young two years ago as an ace in Seattle. Uh, Pax, pa- Paxton's on an ace. Paxton. The guy Paxton's was what twelve and zero on the back end of the year, like or twelve and one or something like, like that. But you like, yourself like, say like that, that that's using stats when they're when they're. When they're benefiting your cause, we, we, we and oh, I both know wins and losses is, is 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 a terrible stat to measure pitchers. It's just it, it's it's not a good it's not a good barometer at all of pitching. We've yeah, seen I'm it. Aware for, that. I mean, the ERA went along with it in the in those last in the second half of the year. It's not like it was just wins and losses. It's just impressive that he. was I mean, his ERA was much better, but he finished the year with a three eight ERA. The year before that, three seven six. Year before that, he's had one he's had one year below three ERA. In, in, in his entire career, which is six seasons. So I, I wouldn't call that an ace. I, I wouldn't call it an ace. He was an ace in in uh, Seattle. He almost won the Cy Young. He got Cy Young votes. Like, what are we talking about here? Anytime you're getting he, Cy Young votes, like, you got to be considered in the conversation for the top of the staff. You're not going to be the top of the staff for... There's three pitchers in, the ba- in baseball that are going to be top of the, the staff. Three. He didn't finish in the top three. I don't. I don't know what the voting was. I just know he got votes. Well, he also I'm just saying there's, there's only twenty four. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. He's had one um, one great year, which isn't which isn't close to any of these other guys' best year, or even come close to it. I, I wouldn't call Tanaka an ace either. I mean, he's been great in the postseason. He's been great in the postseason, but he's not. Tanaka's not an ace. He has been for the Yankees, though. You're saying in, in like the five games in the in like five or six games he's pitched. Oh, in the I'm saying play. for two or three years before Severino came up, before Severino was had he the had a amazing four seven year. ERA last year. I just yeah, said sorry, like three or four years not, ago. I said the two four, years, yes. the two three years before years ago, but he right came now, up. He's not an ace right now. You said they had four aces, and I'm looking for them. I, I, Severino's the one I'll give you based on talent. Okay. Uh, but but Tanaka with a four seven ERA, I, I'm not I'm not, and because he pitches well in the playoffs, that's not an ace. It just I, I mean that's a far cry. That's a far cry. Or sorry, I was wrong. He had a four four five last year. I uh, but but still, that's way way off. I I, I don't know. Year before three seven five. Year before four seven four. Uh, yeah, one year at one time he was great. His first year with the Yankees, first couple years he was great. But I see one, maybe two aces. I'll give you Severino if he's healthy. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that he's his old self from that one great year he had. And I'll give you Tanaka pitches very well in the playoffs. 
but I don't think I don't see four aces because then you wouldn't have gotten Garrett Cole in the first place. The problem with the Yankees is they didn't have a shutdown ace. That's what they spent the money on Garrett Cole for. Seven innings, eight innings, none of this four or five innings crap because aces don't do that. Aces don't go four or five innings regardless of your ERA and and give up one or two runs and, and, and sport a solid ERA, whatever like Ryu was doing at the end of the year. Aces go seven innings minimum, seven, eight innings, sit you down, strike out 12 like, like Garrett Cole, like Scherzer, like DeGrom. That's what an ace is. So then we're right back to the spot of the Yankees being a game or two short of the World Series, and that's oh, the I, difference maker. I It should be, it should definitely get, get them to the World Series. I think they're going to the World Series for sure. So there we are. You're betting, then you're down to betting the Yankees against the Dodgers money line in a series that they would be but, favored. But it's, all, it's also, it's, it's not a guarantee. I, I, I think that, but I mean, a lot of people thought the Red Sox were going to be a much better than they, they, they did going into this year. I mean, it's just, it's, it's not paper. That's the only, and you saw with injuries, if Garrett Cole goes down, let's say Garrett Cole has an injury. I mean, that one, that one injury alone could, would put them right back to where they are. And then some, and, and possibly, Worse because they're losing pieces like well, Didi. That's, what I, that's what I said to start the conversation. It was the first thing I said. You're betting I know, against but I'm injuries. Saying that's that's why it's not like a coin flip, like you're saying. It's that's why because of. I'm not saying it's a coin flip. I'm saying I would take it at a coin flip. I'm. But you're betting against injuries with with the Yankees is what I'm saying. Four to one. I if they based on what they did last year with more injuries than any team in the history of professional sports, I think it's safe to bet that. Even if they withstand a couple of injuries, minus Garrett think, Cole, they can they can be better than they were last year. Yeah, I think I think the safer bet would be the over on the win total, or like Tony said, breaking the win record if that's a, if that's a bet. Because yeah, that, I, I like that too. I don't know what that win total is going to be, but they're going to smash it because they're going to be able to. do was it one sixteen or one seventeen? Who knows? Like that? In five seven game series, I don't think that I don't think the Nationals ever would beat the Dodgers in a seven game series, and I don't think the Yankees are going to lose in a five game series if the, you know if they, like if they had to play in it. But um, you know, I I don't know. Crazy things can happen in shorter series, and I don't know. It's it, like it does. It goes back to injuries and. I don't know. We're we're and we're assuming Cole's going to continue his dominance, which I which is which is safe to say. He he definitely figured it out because I looked at his numbers, and he was he was like very up and down with the Pirates. But I mean, I'm I'm confidently say he'll be under sub three ERA most of these years. Yeah, I mean, also you know if we get if we get seventy five percent of what he was last year, he's still a top ten pitcher in baseball. And last year was like, un- yeah. I mean, he had, I mean, he had two hundred. He had three hundred strikeouts before in two hundred innings. I wouldn't be shocked if he's two eight, two nine. You know, maybe because of the short porch or something, but nothing. Still, a, like you said, still a top five pitcher, regardless. Hot take: haircut ruins his total mojo. He's gonna blow. He's gonna he's gonna be the worst pitcher. Uh, in the, uh, haircut, I, the haircut. He looks too. terrible with that haircut. He, he looks. He kind of looks like DJ Lemayhew. Yeah, <laughs> the the haircut though is so bad. I honestly, DJ Lemayhew. Sorry, was... DJ Lemayhew's not a good looking. DJ Lemayhew's the blandest looking guy. He looks like a cartoon character. Yeah, I know. I, I saw him. And I just the high height, the clean shave. But I, I was like, who is him? For, for five minutes, I was figuring around. I'm like, 
there's no way this is Garrett Cole. There's no way this is Garrett Cole. I just kept saying it to myself, like, I yeah. don't know. DJ LeMahieu looks like a, a 42-year-old white dad who hates his job in, like, the suburbs of St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. Is Brett Gardner still a free agent? Yeah. Um, he Apparently, he has multiple multi-year offers and is just waiting other for— other teams? Yeah. That's what—I I, I can't remember if it was Heyman so or think Sherman. you gone? No, I don't. I, no, uh, the word is he's just waiting for the Yankees. He was waiting for the Yankees to clear up Cole so that he could sign back with I them. I think what's big is Jay Happ's contract being moved of some sort. That's yeah, they're they're million. gonna move that. They're gonna move that. Um, they'll probably have how to are they eat. gonna move that? They're gonna have to attach uh, something to it, right? Yeah, something minor. But let's not act like Happ is completely useless. Like. He's still a serviceable pitcher. Two years pitcher. ago, he was great. Last year, he was terrible. He, yeah. He was really terrible. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, there are certainly teams that could use Happ in the middle of their rotation if the Yankees eat five or seven Definitely million. Definitely more of the back. I, mean, I, th- I think he's a, looked at as a five starter now because of his age. Um, if he was 28-30, I would agree with you. Um, having a down year in the middle of your career, but I think he's, what is he, 36 or 37? Yeah, maybe thirty-five. Yeah, yeah so, around, around there. When you, when the thing is with Hap, with Hap, when he doesn't hit his spots, he gets hit hard. Um, that, that's the thing. I mean, he doesn't have the great stuff he used. To, he doesn't have the velocity he used to. So if, if he's not if he's not painting corners, he's not. And a couple years ago, he did, and that's why they gave that contract. And it, they, they, we said he overpaid a little bit for him. Maybe wanted to give thirteen, fourteen million a year, but seventeen million a year can live with it but now one year changes it um i don't know maybe he could have a comeback year but i his selling point isn't great now but that that will be a key key cog in in returning someone like potentially gardner or batances if they somehow were able to do that uh, what is, batances is like coming back like i don't get this the guy t- tore his achilles two months ago how is he walking like how is he kevin durant is gonna achilles? be out yeah kevin durant he maybe tore his achilles walking off the mound Maybe it was a partial tear. I don't know what it was, but he the same guy who did Durant's surgery and rehab is is the guy he's working with cuz he's like 6'8", so he's basically a fucking basketball player. Um but yeah, he he literally tore his Achilles after striking out a guy walking off the mound in his first inning back from injury. Like people thought <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was a partial tear. I'm eating it now. It was a partial tear. That's and he like- actually pitched to the next guy with the torn Achilles. He he did it sec- after the second out, and if I remember correctly, and then got the third guy out and came off and was like, yeah, something's not right. Thank, he fucking thank God Achilles. he didn't fully tear it. I mean, yeah, that's so, crazy. Uh, that's that's very savage. That's like CC just throwing his last... Yeah, his last batter to... with a separated shoulder. That, that was, was an, sad. Yeah, that, that was, was really sad. See? It was sad, but it was really like just embodied his career because he's just been like the toughest guy yeah yeah like yeah. he's just been like i haven't loved tc i've always respected him and i always knew he was a warrior a savage an alcoholic for most of his career and um <laughs> he just i mean he was always he was never 100 percent in the back end of his yankee career that's why his numbers dipped and he couldn't give you the length it was his knees his weight whatever it was it was he, he wasn't for his yankee tenure he wasn't the indian guy for a lot for the back end of it um yeah he gave us what four or five really great years and then great years he he gave you everything though oh yeah yeah he also had that dip in the middle of his career like the yankee career 
in in I want to say maybe like years six and seven, and he really struggled. And then like you know like ten and ten or like twelve and eleven, and and then he kind of that one contract or two contracts. Two. He did two. like the opt out and re up thing, like a, like a Rod did. Oh yeah. He like opted out after his like fifth year, and they gave him like uh, yeah those two plus like another three or something like that. You know. Um, but yeah, and then he, he started working with Andy Pettit to like kind of revamp and his, his, the way he pitched. Cause you know, he's a power pitcher his whole life. And mm-hmm. now then he had to become a finesse pitcher in his older age. And he, re- that's when he came back and had those couple of really good years before age really started to adopting the cutter. Yeah. And then, so he, he kind of had a couple of down years and a couple of really good years. And then the last two were just he was being a warrior, staying out there, trying to yeah. trying to grab that last. Two World years ago, ring. he pitched well. Yeah, it was two years not, ago. Was his last? Oh, seventeen was his. His ERA was like three five or something. Like very, didn't give you length. But was really good. Um, one more important thing: how big of a loss do you think Didi is for the Yankees? Um, I, I would have definitely preferred to keep Didi. Obviously, I think it's uh, I think it's just as much of a clubhouse and culture thing than it is on the field. He wasn't spectacular last year, but um, he had a he had a down year, but that wasn't Didi. That was in that was he yeah. was backed up. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. He was a he's never been an elite player. He's never been the best best player in the position, but he's a very good player. That's how Didi's a very good player, and he's very solid defensively. Yeah, I would have I would have liked to, to give Didi if he could have made it happen. Like, a, I mean, what he signed one year, fifteen million. One, one year, fourteen mil. He's betting on himself. I would have, I would have given him three years, fifteen, 15 million. Fifteen million per year. Oh, total. No, per year. Oh, re- oh, yeah. They, but they probably couldn't have done that though. Yeah, maybe not because I think while that may be a little high to pay for him now. Yeah, no, I think that I would think be you- that would be fair. I just yeah, with with their situation with Culp ending, that wouldn't have been able to probably been worked out. Yeah, I just I don't know. I I think I think if Didi was willing to wait um another year or, or another week, it would have been it, worked out. It, 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 something may have been worked out, but it's you know, that's the that's the type of thing. It's like a LeBron free agency year when you have a guy this polarizing on the market. Yeah. The the whole world stops and like that's kind of especially for the big players and and it's okay for the Yankees because they walked away with the the White Buffalo, but yeah. For teams like the Angels and the Dodgers, like they missed out on a lot of guys that they could other been, guys. Yeah, they could like, have been focusing their attention on. Yeah, um, they're really big loop. I think where it does hurt them though, um, clubhouse a little bit. The numbers you can replace the numbers. Uh, I think you can replace the numbers. They have enough power. They have enough hitters. Um, he's a lefty bat. I think that hurts you a little bit. Yeah, we're very um, right hand heavy now. Very right hand dominant. You know, not perfect for Yankee Stadium, but. They'll, they'll score runs. I'm not worried about them scoring runs at the end of the day. Whatever. Um, I think it hurts the depth um, because they – what? The depth. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, I think it, oh, yeah, I, I thought you were question. Yeah, I think it hurts the depth because um, now you're looking at either getting a sh- another shortstop uh, or if you don't – I don't think they're going to get a, sh- uh, like a, a starting caliber shortstop. Looking like labor at thir- uh, short, which he's not as good as defensively, so could hurt you defensively. LeMahieu probably at second. Yeah, um, which is his natural he, position. Yeah, I mean, he's great. He's great. He's he great at any – he can play all four infield positions. He can play any position. He had the one ter- terrible inning at first, but that he's great at first too. So he's probably going to be at second. No loss there at second. Better than – and then at first, 
you're going to see a lot more of probably Luke Voigt and uh, maybe Andujar if they move him over there. I don't know if they are. I don't think that's happening right now. But uh, Luke Voigt really struggled towards the end of the year. I don't know how confident you could be with Luke Voigt going forward. I, I think, think he was like, battling more injuries than they were leading on. But, yeah, I agree. Luke, Luke yeah, Voigt. He, he's he, with a lot of definites in the line. I think Luke Voigt is one, is one of the question marks. Defensively, he's not great. Um, and then, but like, but like, it's like, you don't have that, you know, you don't have that piece where you can move around. Like LeMay, he was not going to be like LeMay. He was that guy where you'd fill in anywhere. Kind of, um, you know, maybe, maybe you'll have it with Ursula, um, depending on what they do with him and Andujar. If they keep, keep both of them, we'll see. But it was more like, you know, you could just plug LeMay anywhere. Um, you give him a day off here and there, play five, six days a week, anywhere, first, second, Short, uh, and that really helped them withstand injuries. I think was well. Yeah, DJ, DJ was LeMay huge. And the unexpected performance of you know Gio Urshela, those two guys combining. So I think it kind of limits um, Lemayhew's uh, flex flexibility and fluidity a little bit. Because I think he's going to be primarily their second baseman. I think Glaber's going to be short. I mean, it's not the end of the world at all. Obviously, you're going to give that up for Cole. You take that on your day of the week. Um, you know, hopefully they, if you're a Yankee fan, they add some sort of depth to help them there. Um, yeah. You know, someone yeah. like last year I liked was like a Freddie Galvez. Someone like that or maybe a little better. But, but I mean, that's just, that's a little, that and and, and then the right-hand dominant. But other than that, I mean, like you're saying, it's it, the real losers in this clearly are the Angels and the Dodgers. The Angels are, are I don't know what they're going to do. They're, they're fucked. I mean, they have the Dodgers, been. like I said today, the Dodgers, like, yeah, they it sucks they, they missed out, and they're definitely Dodgers losers, but, like, team. they still have a World Series-caliber team. The Angels aren't even a playoff team. Well, yes, they, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're not. Uh, they, 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 got, they got Dylan Bundy, helps their pitching. They got Griffin Canning, a young, developing pitcher. Andrew Heaney's always been kind of injured, not performed as well as his talent. They need an ace. That's the thing. They need an ace. They got Bundy, who I like, as a three. Otani is, is supposed to come back to the rotation this year. And Joe Madden said, "Why can't he play every day if he's pitching? If he's pitching, which looks good on paper, probably pretty risky. If I was the Indians, I would—I mean, excuse me, the, them, the Angels—I would have him as my closer, and I'd have him hitting every day. That's what I would do. Because I don't know if you can do the two. I don't know. Even if like, you DH him on on off days, you would DH him on. Wait for with my plan or or." Madden's plan. I'm saying pitch him every pitch him as a starter and then DH him. That yeah, that's what that's what Madden plans on doing, and then and as then opposed when, to playing him in center field or left yeah, field then, or whatever then, he plays. And then he he would DH. No, then he would yeah. Then he would be the pitcher and just and just hit for himself. Yeah. So what happens in that situation? Like when he comes out of the game as the pitcher, can he can he bat still? Uh, it's a good question. I don't think so. We've obviously it's never a scenario that's come up because there's never there's never a situation even where the DH is the pitcher. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a so unique it's, it's a very foreign thing. I think it's a I think it, it looks great on paper. Joe Madden's outside of the box thinker, but I would have him as the closer. I think the wear and tear would, wouldn't be anywhere severe, and I think he'd be fine to hit every day. That's what what I think I'd do. But they need the starting pitching, so. You know, if they got someone like Rendon, it'd really help them. But not not in the lineup and giving him protection being Trout. But I guess you could keep him in. You just have to. You'd have to sub out the DH. 
that's what you'd have to do. Because you can move anyone around. Think about when, like, teams are getting blown out and they have the, the catcher pitch, you know, or the third baseman pitch uh, in inning. You know, they just move them to pitcher. And they put someone else in at third base. So you could do that yeah, with Otani. True. You just take him out of the game, move him from pitcher to DH, and then you'd have to sub out the DH. Or sub out someone else and move the DH to wherever you sub that person out. You'd have to do a, quite a bit of musical chairs, but as long as he never technically comes out of the game, if he just moved to another position, then, you know, it's the same thing. But, uh, you know, I, I think that'll be a situation-by-situation situation basis. Maybe the Angels are down 10 nothing, or they're getting their up 10 nothing, and it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. You probably well, only what other that. top pitchers can they still get? Ryu, I guess. Ryu and Bumgarner are the only ones still out there. They, 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 they pretty much need one of those guys. Yeah, and I think they should have a leg up on Bumgarner over the Dodgers just on the Giants-Dodgers rivalry. Um, but who who the hell knows? I mean, Mad Bum, like the Angels signed Mad Bum. Are they a World Series contender? Not for me. No. No. Oh, they're such a long uh, way from that. Exactly. I mean, they weren't even a playoff team. Like, well, they went 78 games, 80 games last year. If that. Yeah. I guess to your point, like the betting uh, – the bet- point of, of why it's four to one i mean like if if the dodgers got Bumgarner, then you would look at the dodgers and the yankees a lot more on a more similar level not this maybe you still give the yankees the edge but i but you know it would definitely you'd say those are two great teams if they play in the world series i could sure see but winning. i mean if you want to go by the numbers if the dodgers sign mad bum and lose ryu by the numbers they got worse mad bum's numbers haven't been impressive the last two years i know he's dealt with injuries on and off but the dude was nine and nine last year with a. Uh, they haven't, but they they also and his ERA on the road also, was over five. The Dodgers also have a lot of young, great pitching, which goes farther beyond Walker Bueller. They have Ross Stripling, who's good, not great, and they have Dustin May. Dustin who May, yeah, could be a, a possible future, he really could be a good future starting ace. pitcher. So um, it's not like they're devoid of young pitching talent. And, and yeah, Ryu's not going to bring those numbers back or even close them, even if they resign him. I mean, I, I mean, I don't. I think. I think what are you two, two, you're two three Ryu, ERA? You're not, you're not. You're not expecting two five ERA numbers, or even probably below three. No, but I'm saying there's a gap. The, the gap is much larger. Even if he regresses by fifty percent, he's still got better numbers than Madbum last year, and that's not including wins what and losses. Was Madbum like three seven? I think he was like three nine something, and his ERA on the road was over five. Damn. I mean, you're hoping that a, a new set of eyes, um, you know, with with how good of a pitcher and how smart he is, can can improve. Like he goes whether. to the Dodgers, he's playing the same teams. He's got the same schedule. No, I'm talking about new coaches. Oh, yeah, new coaches, new pitching coaches. Like you know, they, these guys they can make big impacts, even with these small minor changes. I mean, we've you've seen it with Garrett Cole, for example. Garrett Cole went from like a a really good inconsistent pitcher up and down years to a top three unarguable pitcher. Um, Verlander, you know, he he was losing it. Who knows what, if he was cheating or some sort, but he he got it. Yeah, you're right. He had a 3-9. Last year he had a 3-2-6. year before he had a 3 So all of his other years were, were in the twos or threes. Last year was his first big year of regression, but... Yeah, uh, last year the, the home road splits is what really worried me about Madbone. Yeah, I mean, you're not you're you wouldn't be paying for three nine. You you would be expecting no. that he can get better. And compare, like I said. 
compared to Cole, the number Mad Bum's asking for is is minuscule. He's asking for around a hundred million. You probably, if there's a bidding war, you probably assume it gets up to the hundred and twenty, hundred twenty five million dollar range. Um, but I mean, that's a drop in the bucket compared to Cole for unarguably probably the third, maybe fourth best pitcher if you want to really, you know, pick at it on the market this this summer or this winter. But then if you compare it to, to like older money, like prices contract, even like Chris's sales contract getting 30 a year for five years, like it's that's still not bad. Yeah. Who, would, who would you rather have going forward, Ryu or Bumgarner? I don't know. Bumgarner's 30, but he, he looks like he's 38, you know? But, yeah, but, but he too. is 30, though, so I, I do – I do think he would. It is possible he can he can bring back some really good years. Ryu, it's just like what what the he's fuck? He's gonna like, be he's the, gonna be thirty three by the time opening day happens next year. The he turns thirty three yeah, in isn't March. A kid, but I feel like with Asians, they don't really age age like Asian pitchers. I don't know. I feel like they're just like I don't know. They're what? Just, it's true. Hey, Asian. <laughs> look at Asian players in in the MLB. The ones that are great have been they're they're old. Yeah, they're old. I mean. Yeah. Look at Kurt Suzuki. Look at Ichiro. Look at uh, even uh, Rabu back for the Yankees in the old days. Like, th- there's guys that just they fucking know how to grind. Matsui. Matsui was productive yeah, was his Matsui, entire yeah. career. Ooh, yeah. I mean, so so I don't know. Like he like if Ryu pitched really well until his mid late thirties, wouldn't shock me at all, at all. But it's just it's just what level of Ryu are we getting? We I feel like everyone's just. I has no idea because he has had really solid seasons before. It's just he's always been injury plagued. That's a big thing with him. He's always had injuries. So, um, and he he kind of really slowed down at the end of last year because I don't think he's used to um, starting thirty. They started skipping starts because I don't think he's used to having that type of workload. But I don't know. I think I I think I'd rather Bumgarner. Yeah. I, I think I think I'd, I'd be betting on the proven commodity. Um, hopefully on a bounce back year and younger, but I think it's a good question, a good good topic for debate. But yeah, but I mean, they, they, we're still back. The Angels not. Yeah, it no, doesn't the, seem the, like there's anything available that the you know, Angels and I, I mean, just Angels finished twenty four games back card and thirty five games back of the Astros. There, uh, one pitcher isn't going to do shit for them. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I mean, it, they, they it, did have a lot it, of injuries. They did it, definitely did have injuries. They had injuries to Aldrin and Simmons. They had injuries to Trout. They had injuries to... Upton. Uh, Upton. Upton was a huge... Upton Upton gave them, like, nothing last year. And yeah. he's normally he's normally penciled in 30-90, 30 homers, 90 RBIs, like, underrated every, every year until last year. Um, but... And this also, not Justin, but... Um, the Mets are having dialogue with the Astros on Carlos Correa. I'm not a Carlos Correa guy, but better than nothing. I mean, if, if you're a Mets fan, it's like okay, something, something of a, of a potential star, quote unquote, caliber player. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, baseball fucking free agency is crazy. It's kind of crazy that. Hey, t- hey, Tommy, what are the Sox doing? Nothing. Literally nothing. They're trying to figure out how to keep Mookie, and it's not going to happen. He's going to end up in, like, fucking Cincinnati for, like, $400 million. Where, is that Where do you think he'll be traded to? Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is going to give, like, 90 fucking prospects from Mookie Betts. I think it's going to be— Cincinnati, Cincinnati seems to, like, get all these, like, 
players out of nowhere like Bauer and and Hugh Puig, and it's like what? Yep, I think honestly, I I do not see him being on the Red Sox next year. Don't see it happening. Yeah, they're just like they they, they screw themselves with these pitchers contracts. Like they literally they screwed themselves with that. Like how you knew this was going to happen. JD, and now, JD opted in, right? Yes, thank God. Literally, that, that was that was a that was some sort of good news, but but it does does it come at the price of boot of uh, Mookie, right? But I mean, it, it helps also that we do Mookie's obviously great both sides at the plate and in the field, but we also have talented outfielders. Like we still have Benintendi, we still have Jackie Bradley, we're still gonna have um, dude Brock. Oh, actually, we're not gonna have Brock Holt probably. He's a utility guy that can go all over the place, but what's he, the point I mean, of like? What's the point of unloading these contracts if it's not to sign Mookie to a massive deal? Then, like, well, who? That, I mean, that's what I think. The, the I think that's what the perfect vision is, right? Yeah, that's the goal, but they'll fuck it up. They'll fuck. I it mean, up. the problem will be shoveling. You know, getting rid. If I was them, that's exactly what I would do. I would. I would. I mean, if I couldn't take out a loan if I as an owner or whatever to fucking get this guy or whatever the chance may be, I would be shedding contract too. I mean, he's he. I mean, Mookie Betts is a potential. Once in a general, you know, once in a decade type player. Oh yeah, I mean he had a. Da- I mean, out of the four seasons he's been in the majors, he's been uh, MVP finalist two of them. And I mean this year he was still probably. I think he was still top ten in MVP voting. I like mean, he's you're talking about the fielding, the offense, the steal, the base stealing, the running. He's the a power. true five tool player. Yeah. Oh yeah, one of the few. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he'll steal twenty five bases a year. He'll fucking hit a hundred RBIs as a leadoff. As a leadoff, he'll he'll get. Well, did he get a hundred this year? He got twenty nine. Oh, he only had eighty RBIs the last two years, but thirty two home runs, twenty nine. Tons of runs though. Yeah, t- yeah, he scores. He, I mean, he only had sixteen stolen bases last year, really. But thirty twenty six. Well, the Red Sox are a big money ball team. Like, yeah, they they don't. They don't steal not many. I mean, that's kind of around all of baseball. I mean, it happens a little more in the National League, but it still happens a little more in the National League. But it does. It's it, stealing around. Like, I don't know if we'll ever see a forty forty guy again. I, I love the way the National League is played, and I, it's still, you know, not as the same as it was. I'm all about the base stealing, the pinch hitting, the double switches, and it'll be. It'll, I think it's it's. It's kind of eroding. Like I love the days when the Mets had Reyes and and stealing. I don't know. I just a lot of these fast players don't have the talent. Like they don't. They're not good hitters anymore. So it's like you can't really. It's like the Billy Hamiltons, the Gerard Dysons. These guys are like like Aldoberto Mondesi had a great year for the Royals. And I mean, you think he only about like two seventy, but still, he was like a really good hitter. Like hit home runs and stuff. Like. He's a an amazing young prospect. We, if he didn't get hurt, he would have stole sixty bases. But there's not like a lot of talented, insanely fast players like there was. I feel like I don't know if they're playing different sports. I don't know what it is, but there's not many Jose Reyes's and Jamal Crawford. I mean, not Jamal uh, Carl Crawford's anymore. Yeah, talk Carl about a guy Crawford. that fell off the map. Yeah, he yeah, the Sox once he went to the Sox, but. I don't know. I wish there was more base stealing. I think it, I think it's. I mean, there's a lot of base stealing when teams play the Mets. So that's one thing I always can guarantee. When teams play the Mets, we they always steal on us in our old old arms. Whether it's Piazza, whether it's Ramos, doesn't matter. The the 
the backstop. We're always getting stolen on. Yeah, well, I'll bring back something that I stole from you for a little while. Something we haven't done. Uh, defend the wall. We're going to defend the wall, guys. We oh, haven't done go. it in a while. But it covers a little bit of everything this week. So I, I got uh, I got, I got uh, four options. We'll do one in the, in the um, essence of time. So, uh, Sully, you go first. Pick uh, A through D. Give me C. C. All right, Sully. Saints 49ers was the game of the NFL season. Oh, yeah. I mean, this will be tough. Saints Niners, what was it? 48-45, something along those lines? 48-46. 48-46. I mean, you had your last second field goal. With Robbie Gold, you had the play of the year as far as I'm con- uh, concerned. Fourth and two, you're at the third, the at the thirty yard line. Jimmy G throws a two yard out. You have a Kittle for twenty five yards, literally just getting his 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 face mask pulled off, breaks it through. Fucking play of the year runs, just the most savage play I think I've seen since Marshall against the Saints. You have Jimmy G, who I'm not a big fan of, throwing for over four hundred yards, four touchdowns. You have Drew Brees. Incredible game, four or five touchdowns on his on his own own right. You had good defensive plays within the game. Um, you had pretty. You had Raheem Mostert had a great game. You had uh, Debo. Was it Debo Samuel or no? Uh, no Sanders. He threw a touchdown to Raheem Mostert. So we're having we're having reverses for touchdowns. But quarterbacks, receivers throwing touchdowns. There was just so much to love about the game. Who doesn't love a, a, a shootout? Like the Niners Rams last year, like that was that was an incredible game. Um, it was like fifty to fifty-seven to 50. everyone loves a shootout in the NFL. That's what we got. It was the two best, two possibly the best two teams in the NFC. You could make a case for the for the Niners being the best team in the NFL. Um, it's very well possibly could be the NFC Championship, and everyone should be hoping that these two teams play each other in the playoffs. It was an amazing game. Love it. Love it. I agree. I love a shootout. That it was literally a repeat of the Rams, uh, right. for the uh, Rams, Rams, uh, Chiefs. Was it Thank Rams? you. Oh, was yeah. it Rams Niners Ra- last year? It was Rams Chiefs. It was. Oh, sorry, to be, Rams. It was supposed Chiefs. to be Mexico City, and they had the under over at like sixty three and a half, like highest over under ever. And then they moved it to L A. because of the field because of the smoke in Mexico City or the field conditions. The field conditions. And then there was the smoke in L.A. from the fires, and people were still weary about it. And they combined for like 108 points. So it was fucking insane. You're muted, Dave, but I know you're agreeing with everything I'm saying right now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> All right, Dave, you pick. <laughs> uh, give me A. A. All right, Dave. So the college football playoff committee got it completely right. Seating, matchups, everything. They got it completely right with the top four. No problem. Um, yeah, I think I, I think this was actually one of the easier years for the college football playoff when it actually came down to it. Uh, going into championship week, there was certainly some scenarios that could have fucked it up for them. But at the end of the day, uh, LSU coming away with the win over Georgia in SEC championship, you have the the best conference, the t- champion of the undefeated champion of the best conference, beating another top five team in that championship. Pretty clear cut. Uh, you got to give them the one seed. Ohio State, another undefeated team, top three conference. Some would say the second best conference, um, either that or the Big Twelve. And then 
Clemson undefeated didn't didn't play the competition or schedule that the other two did, but still undefeated and still very dominant. And then this you have the logical uh, Big Twelve champion. Everyone else has one loss. You're not going to put a Pac-12 team in with one loss. I think Oklahoma would have gotten in over Utah, even if they had beaten Oregon. Um, because at the end of the day, I don't care what anyone says. Oregon's a better team than Utah, uh, and so I think the the it was pretty. The field was pretty easily set for them this year. It would have been really a tough call if Georgia had won, and that, and and if Oregon had won or Baylor had won. But Utah. I mean, if Utah had won and Baylor had won, that would have really made a conundrum for them. But of the four or five years they've been doing this, this has got to be a, a top two easiest uh, easiest choice for them. I think they nailed it, and I think it's pretty clear cut. We didn't fuck it up for once. Yeah. What bowl game did Alabama end up getting? Uh, not the Auburn's in the Outback Bowl. Maybe the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I don't. I don't remember exactly. Um, looking right now. Can we do something about the bowl games? Oh, oh they're playing. They're playing uh, the Citrus Bowl. They're playing Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew they were playing Michigan. I didn't know what bowl. So Where basically, playing, it's, it's called the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, yeah. they're they're going to win the Citrus Bowl, basically. That's different than the Orange Bowl. <laughs> Correct. So, is there a Lemon Bowl? No. Is there is is there a line bowl? Like, come on, we're getting a little no. ridiculous here with these with these names. Is like, give me a great bowl now. Like, come on, like it's a New Year's like, Six. It's a, it's a big bowl. It's a New Year's Six. Citrus Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, Sugar Bowl. It's a what? Rose Bowl. Yeah, Rose Bowl. They call them like the it's New Year's Six. They call them the New Year's Six now, and it's the it's like the the rotation of six bowls that used to be like the rotation of the BCS championship game. Now two it always used to be the, the the famous five bowls, and now there's yeah. the six. It always used to be the orange bowl, the cotton bowl, um, the rose bowl, the sugar bowl, and the uh, what was the other fiesta one? Fiesta bowl. Was it the fiesta bowl? Yeah, yeah. Fiesta bowl. It's and got me thinking. Like now it's the citrus Tostitos bowl. chips right now. That's what it is. So it's the Tostitos fiesta bowl. But. But yeah, it's a it's a big bowl game. It's a, it's one of the no, I know, I know, because obviously they were one of the best teams. It's just yeah, we have like Papa John's delivery bowl. Yeah, oh, there's some there's some good ones. There's like the San Antonio First Federal Credit Union Bank Bowl. It's no oh, the other the other famous one was the Gator Bowl. Yep. Yeah. Gator Bowl. <laughs> but I don't know. I we need to cut down. I know. I know it's obviously an important and important top one, but. Uh, there's so many bowl games. Well, those six rotate at two two a year. Occupy the two uh, college football playoff games, and then there's no yeah. there's no title on the national championship. It's just the national championship game, which I think is right. Yeah, um, but that not that used to not be the case. The BCS it used to rotate between those bowls. The BCS championship game would. It used, used to be to the Rose Bowls, the championship, right? No, that was just. That that's a lot of people think that just because the, t- the USC Texas one happened to be the Rose Bowl, uh, but it used to just rotate. Uh, mm. <clears throat> well, that'll be exciting. Bowl season is upon us. But let's recap Week 14 in the NFL real quick. <clears throat> we already talked about the Saints 49ers game of the season, obviously the game of the week. 
What about what other games uh, got you guys going this week? There was a couple other good ones out there. Bills Ravens was one of mine. That was a good game to watch. Pretty close. Thought the yeah. Bills might do it, but Jets getting a win for Sully and the boys. Moving, yeah, moving, hard fought one too. Moving dude. back in the draft real quick. <laughs> the Jet, yeah, I mean, I mean, you had fucking their their kicker kicking seven field goals. That was kind of cool to see something like that. We had ten field goals. I think we made history. I think it was like the first game to do that ever, or something like that. Uh, we had ten combined field goals. Uh, last second win. It was cool. See Darnold lead the boys back. I didn't think Gase called a very good game. Too much running. We ran the ball now that we didn't have Le'Veon Bell. So, but I mean. It was good. I'm pro tank, but at the same time, you need a certain amount of winning before you lose the locker room. That's that's the um, that's the fine line. So I think oh. we've won en- we've won enough. We've won four or five now. We could tank and lose these last three, I think, and you know at least get a top ten pick. What about Le'Veon Bell? Just oh bowling. yeah, hey, boy. Well, I don't think it's as bad as people think. Holding a two fifty six while he has the flu. I don't think it's as bad as... He bowled a 256? Yeah. He bowled a 256? Homie, can't, homie's got skill. Bro, what is he doing playing football? Go be a bowler. <laughs> what are you doing? I, I don't think he can make... I don't think I, he can make uh, 50 million bowling, but... Hey, it's safer. You could do it with the flu. Yeah. No sick days. You gotta no work. Sick days. I mean, you still gotta work once a week, but, you know, he could be the new Pete Weber. Yeah, but, um... And he can so, do it until he's but, like sixty. So here's so here's the thing, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Gates doesn't isn't crazy. I'm not saying he hates Le'Veon Bell, but basically he told him like you're not like he got sick Thursday or Friday. I think it was Friday, and he lost like ten pounds. And Gates is like you're not playing, and Le'Veon's like, all right, like <laughs> I guess I'm not playing. But like he wanted to play. But like Saturday night, he said like said he was feeling better Saturday night, and the doctors, the team doctors said go out, get out of the house. And do something a little active. So he said, all right, I'm going to bowl with my friends and family. And he goes, I bowled at 256 and had fun. So once you hear that, it's like, how are you going to get out of the house on a Saturday night, not get in trouble, do something a little active, have friends with... I mean, bowling doesn't sound like a bad idea. You're not going to get much sicker flu-wise. Like, right. like, it does sound bad, and it's Le'Veon Bell. He has a bad history. Now, Le'Veon Bell's been the best teammate possible, imaginable, for the for the Jets this year. So yeah, really once has. you just it's like, okay, like he bowled. He, he stepped four feet every, you know, I don't know, whatever, three minutes and threw a ball down the thing. It's a bad optic, like Gay said. It, lo- it sounds bad. I don't think it's that bad. And Gay's like, oh, it looks bad. Whatever, Gay's like, you're so old school. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I didn't think it was that big a deal. I think it's just like New York yeah. media, it looks bad. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I admittedly didn't know all of those details. Um, right. Certainly, yeah, sound I mean, and, makes and, and it sound better. Like yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. I agree with you. I think it's. I think it's a little overblown. A bad. It's certainly a bad optic face value. Um, but whatever. I mean, fucking jets are three and seventy. Like. <laughs> what? You're three and seventy. Like who cares? Or five know? and eight. It's the same thing. Say yeah, same thing, Sully. Fuck it's, off. It doesn't matter. I, uh, Giants are the Giants are one in seventy. Doing games. Let's talk about the, the Broncos. Oh, the Giants Eagles game. Oh, I was gonna say how the the, the the four win Broncos went out and just fucking smacked the Texans. Dude, the Texans are the biggest pretend. They've been the biggest pretenders for the last yeah. five six years. 
Drew Locke looking I, looking nice though. He looked yeah. very good. I don't. It's a little early to say if he's the answer, but he certainly looks good. Three touchdowns, a pick. I think. I mean, yards. is he is he based on that performance alone already the best quarterback John Elway's ever drafted? I I don't I don't know. I the don't fact that so. you I have mean, to I think about it. it, the fact that you stuttered is such a mark on Elway alone. <laughs> I said the fact that you stuttered is such a fucking mark on Elway's inability well, no, I mean, to draft I don't think a quarterback. Elway should have a job. I think he's I think he's terrible at it. I think he's terrible at finding quarterbacks. I don't even know if he he I don't even know if he drafted Jay Cutler. I don't think he did. Now he did. We mentioned that, but that that I mean that performance I mean, might have saved his job. I thought Brock Osweiler may have been the answer once he went and beat. Um, I think it was the, the yeah the he bet the Patriots in Foxborough. That's when I kind of like I was kind of like all right maybe this Brock guy's good like like there was there was one year when he looked pretty good in the Broncos and like after he beat them I was like okay Brock and then Brock just turned out to be probably the third worst quarterback in NFL history after that yeah I mean that dude made like eighty five million dollars in four years and just called it quits what I mean he just quit like yeah. he said straight up like I, yo like I got my money um, I, I I respect it. Yeah, I know. He's like, I know I'm not good anymore. Like, I'm um, like the third, third best thing to Nathan Peterman. Like, I I know I'm not good. I got my money. Like, I'm just not gonna cause anyone else more harm. Like, yeah, it was the biggest joke. Yeah, he's just chilling. I mean, he walked away with you know eighty plus million, and he's chilling. Was he like? He's gotta be like, like what twenty eight, twenty nine. He's out earned so many famous athletes. Like like in others like even in like in like. In the sport or whatever sport you want to compare, like, like he's made, he's out there. Levy and Bell, <laughs> one of the best running backs in the league for like five years. Yeah, I mean, the running back <laughs> position's a little, running back's a little different, but but yeah, he's made. I mean, he he hustled everyone. He fooled us every. He fooled everyone without. Well, he fooled fooled enough teams. Yeah, I he mean, fooled. He fooled. Kudos, man. Snake it till you make it. Yeah, but. But um, the the Giants game, I fell asleep for it. But I mean, that was just an abomination. Shermer's such a joke. I can't believe they lost that game. Oh yeah, it, it, Mara. There was reports that Mara wanted to fire him on the spot. Like he they, he was like storming towards the locker room to fire him, like in front and of the he team. Should have. I think he should have. I hate how people are like, you can't fire a coach. It's unprofessional. Like you're the owner. You're you you do what you, whatever. You're the GM. You do what you want. Like. Like, if, if someone's not cutting it, don't give up on the whole season. I'd say send the message to the team. Say if everyone's playing for their jobs. Doesn't matter that you're you're not on the field. Like, I always say, like, and if you're, and if you're as dick of a, big of a dick as Sherman is to pretty much everyone, he's a condescending fuck who's, who's not smart and he's just doesn't know basic. He's a good offense coordinator. He doesn't know how to coach football, head coach, be a head coach. It was terrible. Not calling the timeout like at the end of that game, they they because he di- he didn't want them to go for it. Then, bro, they're not going for it. They're, they're not they going the for yeah. The, no, they were like the 30, 38 yard line or something. You t- you don't convert that fourth down. The Giants are five yards away from field goal range. The game's over. He's like, oh, I didn't want them to 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 go for it, dude. Have some confidence like, in your defense that can get a stop on fourth and four. Yeah, like, seriously. If you if you make that play, if you make that call, you can then sit there and say, "Sorry, thought my defense could get a single fucking stop, like one all night, a single one." Yeah, 
But and no, that's instead, on that, that's on the D coordinator or the and the yeah. and more and the defense. Like exactly. Like, like it's it's straight up coaching scared, and it's the worst possible thing you could do. If you're if you're if you're out of it like they are, you have Eli playing his his butt off in the first half. You have it's such a uh, it should be a great day to be a Giant fan, to be Eli, whoever. You want to go for it. You like you see Brian Flores. You see how he coaches. He's a good head coach. He I agree. goes for it. He goes for it. Like like fourth and fourth and four. Like on the thirty. Fuck it. We're going for it. What do we have to lose? Another game? Yeah, we've already lost ten of them. I don't care about that. Like yeah. like like I I, I want to beat the Colts. They've beaten teams like the Colts. The Eagles, the Jets. Jets aren't a great team, but those teams are also are all much better than the Dolphins. Absolutely. Like, like and 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 it's because of his play calling and the team still buying. And that team plays hard for him. The team plays hard for him. I mean, they got it blown out badly a few times in the year. And ever since, I bet them a lot. They cover a lot of spreads because that team plays hard, and everyone thinks they're a joke. They're not a joke. They, they they'll be they could be good in a few years. That's how you want to play. You want to play with a chip on your shoulder. You want uh, just go for it, not play scared. And Sh- Shermer has no business being an NFL head coach. A coordinator, sure, he'll definitely be a coordinator. He was a good coordinator, but Dave, Mike McCarthy. No, I don't want any part of him. No, no. Give me Ron Rivera any day of the week over him. Who's you your think t- give me a give me a top three. Ron Rivera, Lincoln Riley. Yeah, and I don't know. Harbaugh, if he comes, if he gets if he gets fired, um, what's the the coordinator from the Ravens? Maybe he's a hot name. Um, but outside of that, I don't, I don't know. I I really would be the Rivera and. Uh, and Riley are really the only guys I'd be like, let's fucking go, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think both the GM and uh, I think there's a uh, Shermer's definitely getting fired, but I oh. think there's a good chance that that Gettleman loses his job too. I, I think deservedly so for the most part. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I think Gettleman is should be gone. Like. Even if you're like, oh, well, even if Daniel Jones turns out to be fantastic, like, that is much more of a... You walked, he walked into that one. Yeah, exactly. It's much he more of, of, of luck it's, than anything he, else. He's his, made... That wasn't his plan. His plan was he thought he had an extra couple years of Eli. He thought the defense would have been better, um, you know, with, you know, the old defense when they still had players before. The, you know, he get, gets rid of these players for pretty much nothing, whether it's Ogletree and you know, and 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 leaving what's his name, the safety walk, and 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 you're taking Barkley, and you know, thinking you're gonna go for it, like you're gonna be a playoff caliber team those those couple years, uh, last few years for Eli, you know, so so at that point you 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 whiff on that 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 you know you already waste two years of Barkley's career, probably at least a third now that I'm gonna be competitive next year, and, yeah. and now you know you're wasting possibly a third to half of his career minimum. You know he's already dealing with this injury. I don't. It, he shouldn't be playing, even though I have him in fantasy. He shouldn't be playing right now. And and, and you know, and and Daniel Jones is he's he's probably going to be a good quarterback, but he needs time to progress. He's there's going to be a like they need to start over. And it sucks when you have a running back that's already a few years, a couple years into his career, and you don't really have time with a running back to start over because you need a two, three, four year rebuild. 
That's that's the shitty part. No, actually, and and for the, 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 for the Giants and, and, and Saquon. Part of the, and the reason I'm kind of like this is such a huge off season for the Giants. Like I'm not saying next year they could become a, a Super Bowl contender, but with the picks that they have and already having a quarterback in place and the amount of salary cap that they're going to have, they're going to they're going to have upwards of 70, 80 million in cap if they play this right. So this off season is massive for the Giants, and I do not trust it in Gettleman's hands. They they simply yeah. don't they don't have he's done nothing to prove that he can build a team. And, you know, whether it's through the trade, through trades or free agency. And there, there's a lot of good guys on the market this year. The defense has a lot of needs. The defense does have a lot of needs, but they have enough to sign. They'll have enough to sign four or five Pro Bowl caliber players on either side of the ball. And they don't really need them on offense outside of the offensive line. They're set on offense. You can... There have been Super Bowl champions with worse offensive weapons than than the Giants have right now at skill positions, so I'm not worried about that. Uh, but I, I and we're gonna get Chase Young or Andrew Thomas in the draft, so there's one hole automatically plugged in. Um, and our D line's already strong, but I, I I really would love to. My dream pairing. Well, well, Leonard Williams is gonna cost some money if you want to re-sign him. Yeah, and there's another thing that Gettleman you know did. Like, it's just, okay, he lucked into Daniel Jones. Let's say Daniel Jones turns out to be fantastic. And that's that's one to 17 other things he did wrong. I also don't hate the Odell trade because Dexter Lawrence has been really good and Jabril Peppers was really good for us this year. Um, and Odell just hasn't panned out. So, you know, jury's out on, on that, but it's certainly not a loss. Uh or at least I'm not considering it a loss yet. But it really, outside of that, it's just like I don't. There's nothing, nothing for me to trust him. Him doing. I didn't his job. understand Leonard Williams trade. I didn't at all. I mean, the, the, the it was. I think it was smarter for the Jets because because the Jets know they're not going to resign him. Leonard Williams is 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 always been an overrated player. He's a nice player at best. He's not awful. He's not great. Yeah, you see what he said the other day? He thinks he's going to get... He's like, I'm not Aaron Donald, but I'm just below that. I'm in that tier just below. I'm like, no, you're he's fucking not. He's delusional. Like, yeah, bro, no, like, no like, you're not. Like, Robbie Anderson thinks he's a top five wide receiver. He's playing great lately, by the way, but he thinks he's a top five wide receiver when he's getting the opportunities. Like, these guys are just delusional. Like, they just have the confidence, which I guess... I know it, it got you there, but, but dude, you like... You're not going to get paid that way. Someone will give Leonard Williams a good amount of money, though, but it's not going to be the Giants, or or hopefully it wouldn't be. And then it's like, yeah. why do you trade for him for eight? Yeah, games? and I mean, like, I to me, it's like I I get that that makes the trade look all that much more worse. And like, you, it's it is what it, it's it to me. It would be a com- compounding mistake. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't you don't you don't sign him because of you traded for him. You don't want to lose him for nothing. Yeah, you don't the, sign the, him for a four-year, sixty million dollar deal. Yeah, and the thought was that we're gonna get a comp. We might get two comp picks, but we're definitely getting a third-round comp pick for for uh, Landon Collins. Um, so that's kind of why they. That was kind of the thought process behind that. Like, but it's like still like okay, you moved back thirty spots in the third round. Congratulations, like yeah, for four for uh, six games of decent football let's call it above average football he has played pretty well for us but let's call it above average football on a 2 and 10 team 2 and 11 team on a team that on a, at best is going to finish 4 and 12 why it just doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense so i 
I need Gettleman to be gone. And I, I need Ron Rivera. I'd love Ron Rivera as the head coach and might get shit for this, but I'd love Jay Gruden as the offensive coordinator. Oh. Yeah, Jay, Gr- Jay Gruden. De- yeah. Defensive coordinator's got to be gone, too. Jay Gruden did some good go. things with a really injured, not very talented team for a lot of years. Yeah, I think Jay Gruden gets a bad rap. I think he's one of those guys that could really uh, run a really effective offense if you gave him the chance. Yeah, I think offensive coordinator would be perfect. You know, like maybe he's not the best head coach, but yeah. he's a good offensive coordinator. Like, like some of these guys, need, like you stick. Not everyone's a great head coach. There's not 32 great head coaches. Like. It just isn't like some of these guys like they're best as coordinators like Shermer best as coordinator Todd Bowles best as a defensive coordinator um, Patricia I think he was on a great D coordinator but better as a D coordinator like like they got to stay in their niches and they tr- I mean they obviously do it for the money and they you know they want to take the next step in their career but most of these guys honestly can't yeah no I agree and then I don't I don't know, I don't who know Vic Fangio like here. what is Vic Fangio doing what is what has he done to prove his- what. Oh yeah, Vic Fangio. I mean, he he Vic might lose Fangio, his job. Like, like like he's been in the NFL for so many years, like, and he hasn't gotten a coaching job. Like like people are in NFL live, like it's crazy he hasn't been in the, in the NFL this many years as a coach. No, it's not. Yeah, it doesn't seem too crazy now. Yeah, like 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 what are the Broncos showing you? Like different than any other year. Nothing. Like other than maybe finding their quarterback, and that doesn't have anything to do with Vic Fangio. Like, yeah. And the Broncos defense, which has normally been pretty dominant, is is worse. Is worse with him, who he's, and he's supposed to be some you know defensive mastermind. I don't yeah. get it. Um, but yeah, let's 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 move let's on to these picks. picks. Week fifteen, let's do some picks, boys. I didn't send you guys any picks last week while I was away. I fucked up, so my record's all shot. So we'll just say I went four and zero. I yeah. mean, that's fair, right. I, I know for yeah. a fact you didn't lose a game. I don't know if you won any, but I know for a fact you didn't lose it. No, I, ter- I did terrible. I went one and three. I had a ter- The Jets won, didn't cover. What was I the had- Jets' final score? They they won by two. <laughs> I yeah, but I, I had the, the over. It was twenty two twenty one. You had the over. Twenty two twenty one. I lost. I went two and two as well. I went one and three, so you didn't go as well. But um, oh, sorry. Yeah, um, I'll. Uh- I'll give mine first this week since I haven't given picks in a couple weeks. Um, I'm going to go big bounce back for my boys, my my cheating fucking Patriots, my Spygate motherfuckers. Minus nine and a half. They're going to crush the Bengals. They're going to bounce back after two tough games in a row. They're, I think what? Now they just lost three out of four, I'm pretty sure. So they're they're gonna bounce back. They're gonna they're gonna smoke the fucking Bengals. They're gonna win that game by like three touchdowns. They're gonna cover nine and a half. Uh, I'm gonna take the Seahawks too to bounce back after a tough week against the Rams. They are favored by six and a half against the Panthers on the road. I think they'll do that. I mean, the Falcons just crushed the Panthers. And the only thing the Panthers had going for them was it was the week their coach got fired. And you usually win those games. So, you know, sucks for them. So they're going to smoke the Panthers. Uh, and then I have a dog. I had to take a dog. Um, and I'm going to take the Redskins plus five at home against the Eagles. I think the Eagles are just not very good. I think the Eagles, that whole division is shot. And I think the Redskins are going to play big spoiler in that division and end up getting the Cowboys into the playoffs. So I think the Redskins will cover five five points, possibly win that game. 
And then I'm going to take the Jags Raiders under 45 and a half. I hate wow. Raiders, but if there, was a game that, if there was a game that was going to go under, you I feel like under. I'm, I'm shook. I'm shook right now. I know. I didn't like any of the overs. Uh, well, actually, I loved a few of the overs, but I know that means they won't hit. So I took this under that I kind of hated. That that might work out well for you. Amazing. Um, you want me to go? Sure. All right. Um, I'm riding first with uh, my guy. Wait, hold on. Is is Mitch Trubisky starting this week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Packers minus four and a half. <laughs> um. And next, I, lo- I do love the, the Patriots uh, minus nine and a half. Uh, they were talking about ESPN today. And I mm-hmm. remember Patriots minus nine and a half as well, like Tommy. Um, they were talking about yeah. this on, on uh, ESPN's Daily Wager today. And the last time, I remember this game, the last time when, when Spygate happened in 07, they came out and beat the living piss out of the Chargers. And that was that talented Chargers team with LT and Gates and Rivers yeah. and Merriman, all those motherfuckers in their prime that were – they, everyone thought they were going to win the Super Bowl that year. Uh, we played the AFC Championship again that year. Yeah, and they, they beat the piss out of them uh, So by like three touchdowns. So taking the Pats nine, nine and a half in a, in a fuck you game. And I'm about to do something I haven't done all year, and that's take the New York Giants as a favorite to cover. You've, you've done this. I took them once earlier in the season as an underdog. I took them in the Bucks game. Oh, as a favorite. Okay. Yeah. Um, Giants three and a half. I think it's a big pride game for them. I think it's one of those times they know their coach is fucked. They know there's big changes coming, and it's a you listen to Shepard, you listen to Barkley. Um, I don't think it, your job. yeah, I don't think it matters. I think the players are playing for themselves in pride, and I don't think it matters, especially on defense. I don't think it matters um, who starts at quarterback, whether it's Eli or Daniel Jones. Give me three and a half. Giants laying three and a half at home against the against the Dolphins, and my what over else? my over under is uh, over in the the Vikings Chargers. It's not as high as I would have thought it would have been forty five. Uh, the Vikings defense hasn't been nearly as good as people thought it was. And same goes for the Chargers defense. Uh, so I think Philip Rivers is playing for his job at this point in, into next year, and it's not looking good. So. At home, at home. He had a great game last week, but... Kirk flew. Cousins much improved. Defenses both declining or have declined this year. Give me uh, on a number that's not that high. 24-21 gets me there. I'll take the over. So Packers minus 4.5. Pats minus 9.5. Giants minus 3.5. Over Vikings Chargers. Went real chalk this week, but fuck nice. it. All right. <laughs> I'm betting on the same Packer game. Um, I, I'd consider taking the Bears, um, but I'm going to take the over of 41. Mitch has been great lately. I don't think Mitch is great, but he's playing good. Um, the Packers' defense, not what it should be. Something's wrong with this Packers team. They're winning games, but they're beating Redskins by five. Uh, my eyes tell me this This. Um, the Packers team isn't as good as its record. They've been very underwhelming. Rodgers has been pretty underwhelming this year. Um, give me the over 41, though, because I think he can score enough, and I think I think it'll be in the 20s. Um, both defenses aren't as good as, as they've been earlier on in the year. Give me that one. I, I'm, I'm with all you guys. Give me the, the, the Patriots minus 9.5. I mean, for all the reasons people said, I'm not going to go over it again. 
Uh, second spread. Surprise no one took this. Give me the Bucks minus three and a half. The Bucks have won a few in a row right now. Um, they got the ball rolling. They're going against D- Detroit Lions and David Blau, who is a clown. And they don't have Marvin Jones. So they're looking at Kenny Galladay. Uh, Bo Scarborough is their starting running back. They don't have Marvin Jones. They don't have Kerryon Johnson. They don't have any of these pieces. Defense is trash. Um, coach well, Scarborough is trash. was a fucking created player 99 in college. Like, what happened to him? Why was he not a fucking top 10 pick in the draft? Like, obviously there's a reason, like, and I get it, but, like, watching him in college, it was just like, he was, I don't know. He was never shrugging he was never the people fast. off. He was, he was always like a bruiser. He was always like a big bruiser. He was never like the fastest guy. Maybe, maybe he was looked at like a, not as much as a Derrick Henry, more of like a, who was that guy? Um, the big, I think he went to Alabama too. His parents spent all of his money, or and his family did. Not Derrick Henry. No, not Derrick. Not as good as Derrick. He was Trent, a bust. Trent Richardson. Trent Richardson. Yep. I I think maybe they look at him like a Trent Richardson, like a big, bulky, jack dude that you know. I mean, he's been good, but I think the Bucks will put up a ton of points. Uh, give me the Bucks minus three and a half in that one. Um, in my last bet, um. Give me, you know, interesting game. Give me the Bills plus one and a half um, on the road against the Steelers. The Steelers have had a nice run here. They may make the playoffs. They might not. It's them or the Titans. The Titans could even win the division. But um, also like the Titans game. But but give me the Bills. The Bills uh, played the best team in the football, the Ravens, really well. Steelers, um just too much offensive ineptitude, whether Connor's back or not. They have this guy, Duck Hodges. It's cute. Whatever. 15 of 18 for like 150 yards, whatever. Like, they're not throwing the ball. They're not running the ball all that effectively. Um, the Bills, I think, do have a better defense than the Steelers. And I think their offense is leaps and bounds better with Josh Allen, with Smokey Brown, with Singletary. You had a pretty good game, um, surprisingly, against the Ravens. Uh, just more weapons across the board on that offense. And I can rate the defenses similarly, so give me the Bills. Like it. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like 12-0 and 0 to me. Yeah, it literally sounds like 12-0. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm on kind of a heater right now, guys. So Yeah, check out, check out Bleacher Bets. Tommy Bunn's on a run right now. 8-3 in my last 11. 4-1 yesterday. Looking pretty good today. Got the Celtics minus one. Oh, Rockets buns. 11 and a half. Got a couple college basketball plays. The NHL. We're playing everything. It's great. Get on there. Check it out on Twitter. You're Follow the ladies. On Twitter. Yeah, dude. WNBA. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. You didn't have to do that for them. No, you know. You, know, <laughs> you donate the charity. That's what I do, man. The winner is everything. Promoting, dude, I had some more like promoting charity. Wait, that dude, that dude trolling me on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And then just throwing back all him, him literally on his knees back in April. Had nothing to say after that. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't, he shut up real quick after you pulled the receipts. He didn't respond? Yeah, I, yeah, I hit him with the receipts. He didn't he respond? No, Tommy hit him no. with the receipts of him, like, bowing down to us, to Tommy, like, six months ago. And You know what, you just, you just hate to see that. Yeah. I mean... You hate to see it. You come with such gusto, and then the receipts come out, and oh boy, does it change. And you know, before he came at me and said, let's go head-to-head, I literally was going to be like, let's each put out seven picks a day for the next seven days. Whoever has the better record, I'll Venmo you 50 bucks. 
Like, <laughs> I literally was just going to bet 50 bucks with this guy. You should and, do it anyway. This guy doesn't sound like he knows what he's talking about. No, not at all. Another egg, not worth my time. But I did hit him with the receipts because I had him and it was funny. Yeah, I did see that. That was quite comical. He was like, "Dude, what was he? What did he say?" It was about the March Madness picks. He was like, "He, he was, was like, like begging Tommy for his picks." He was like, "Dude, you're so hot right now. Please, like, send him to me earlier." <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah, feed him to me earlier." <laughs> yeah, literally. He was coming at me when I got him minded. It was really funny, man. It was really funny. You, it was really. You funny. can't. You can't insult someone for their picks after you've already been. Begging them for their picks. <laughs> begging yeah. them for it. Yeah, this yeah, guy I was on his hands and knees asking for can't picks. Find it. I I can't find it. But it no, was I trolled fun. someone. I was called like the Instagram was fucked the book and like I followed him just on Instagram shits and gigs. Like he thought he was really good. He had like a couple funny lines. It would like be nothing with the game and he said like and he was like sorry out like four and or something. And I'm like, oh, I gotta follow this guy. Like I gotta see how this comes crashing out. Loses like four in a row. People are just trolling. I'm like, dude, you suck. You're terrible. Like, whatever. He's like and he's like getting testy with them eventually. He's like posting games. He's like, if I lose this game, you can make fun of me. And like he's like loses it. It's bad. Like he gets like a losing and like eventually he says that his big like he they were like mortal locks. He had the Raiders, um, minus three against the Jets. And I didn't say he was wrong before the game started, but I said I'm like I'm like, and he was like, Darnold's gonna throw a bunch of picks. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, the the Raiders' defense is secondary is bad. Joiner is out. Uh, their other two starting corners is out. I mean, like, you're you're giving reasons like like Darnold's gonna have a bad game. Like that make no sense with with what's healthy. I'm like, the Bet Jets have the number one rushing defense. I'm like, I don't know how you see Josh Jacobs going off. The Jets have the number one rush defense. Everything they're a terrible matchup for the Raiders. They're gonna stuff Josh, Josh Jacobs. They did stuff him for like 35 yards. Donald throws one of the one of his best games of his career, like three touchdowns. They win like thirty four to three, and I posted again. I just like sent him like a clown emoji, like uh, on the comments, and he deleted the he deleted the account like a day or two later. Oh no! Deleted the whole account. Yikes! Really... I wish I took a picture of it because I, I, I just made fun. I'm like, dude, you're a clown. Like, like because it wasn't like you're wrong. People are gonna be wrong, right? Every reason you gave was was a complete reason to take the Jets. Oh, I, I found the I found the receipts. He he said great calls five and zero oh. on a five and zero oh day. Three MLB plays in NHL and an NBA play, so you know not too bad. Uh, but I did not get these until three in the morning. I could not use them. Got to send them out in the AM. Meanwhile, I send them out at like ten AM every day. So I don't know where the fuck this guy is. And then another time when I the, our tweet was we're on. 12 and 1 MLB action so far this season. Don't plan on slowing down. He's like, you demand, BB. <laughs> As in bleach your bookie. Tampa holds on and it's a winning day no matter what the results. Great run, buddy. Keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> and then and then after one, another four and one day, we were 25 and 13 since April 1st. Like I, I was on a legendary heater back in right. April. That was crazy. And he goes, when do you send these out? I always get them late. You are hot. I want to jump on the streak. Like, ah, come on, man. You can't be, you can't be telling me I'm a bum when you yeah, what are, is his thinking. like, this isn't television programming. Like they get sent out, they get sent out. It doesn't matter where it's the same time for everyone in the world. He needs to like, get yeah. notifications from your tweets then or something. Yeah. Like, does he still follow you? Oh yeah, and you can't be you can't be coming at daddy asking for asking the beef when you were literally asking me to basically pack your lunch for you 
four months ago, dude. You can't be. You can't pack be my lunch. Pack it. Yeah. Give me a. Give me a bib. Tuck you're, me in. You're paying night. this yeah. guy's rent for six months, and then and then this guy wants to fucking have a uh, have it at with you. It's all good though. We're moving on. We're putting the picks out. Follow. We're Bleacher. on to Cincinnati. Yeah, we're on to Cincinnati. Follow Bleacher Bets. Follow Bleacher Fan. Follow us all on the Twitter. Instagram, everything, and we'll see you next week.